Have you ever seen that South Park where they, uh, where Cartman, they have like hippie drum circles that like start popping up all around the city, and then they, uh, and then like the CDC gets involved, and they're trying oh, to like yeah. stop the hippie drum circles from gathering, so they turn into a full on hippie jam band festival. Yeah, I think I watched that. Because like, they're at like one a, point. they're like zombies. Yeah, they're like zombies. <laughs> And it like shows the crowd, and then like, it's like obviously some fake fish style band. <laughs> and uh, the guy, it shows the guy in the crowd. He's like, and they're on stage, and they're like, just like super shitty wanking. And the guy's like, oh, dude, that's a crunchy girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else is a crunchy groove? The Savage Land. Welcome back to the Savage Land here in the Savage Land Arena. Who do we got today? We got Jason. And Rachel. And uh, I am your uh, host for the day since Jason has uh, illness. I have the death. He's got the death. Plague. We've isolated him. He's actually sitting outside in the cold because he's not allowed in my house. Yeah. No, we, we wanted to do like some sort of glass to separate the two rooms, but there were no two rooms with glass available. So no, but we the can best. see you from the window. Yeah. As long as you shine like a flashlight out here, but you guys keep turning the lights out. So yeah, uh, we, you know, I mean, you know, every once in a while we need to make sure to spray off with the hose. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you're alive. <laughs> Yeah, no, the, the hose, it feels really good, actually, because the temperature out here is so nice and brisk, you know, that uh, I, the hose water is actually a little warmer than the temperature outside, so it's, it's relieving. Yeah, uh, that's the point. Yeah. It keeps you invigorated. Uh, keeps me excited. Yeah, it keeps your humors in line. That's true. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it, it, it. I mean, it's, you know, next step we'll bring out the leeches and then we'll see how it goes. Okay, I'm down. I, I'm 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 good with leeches. I mean, we should bring black, bring back bleeding, right? I mean, that should be a oh yeah, that should be a thing in hospitals. Hashtag I agree. Bring back bleeding. Bring back bleeding. <laughs> uh, bloodletting. The yes, two the two that. things yes. that we need are uh, are Young Justice season three and then uh, bloodletting. Bloodletting, yeah, mm-hmm. yep. that's the second thing. Yeah, well, I mean, you got to get rid of those evil spirits somehow, and they live in the blood. <laughs> it's true. Uh, the song, by the way, on the intro was uh, Maggie's Farm by uh, by Rage Against the Machine, a cover from Bob Dylan. So yeah. Just felt like notating that. Bobby D. <laughs> Any lawyers that might be listening? And it was less than 30 seconds that was played. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what you guys been up to? We've been uh, MIA for two weeks. Oh, yeah, last week was the uh, Marvel Legendary episode, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's right. So uh, we're we're you're welcome and or we're sorry for yeah, that. Yeah, probably a little bit of both. Mo- probably <laughs> yeah. mostly the uh, latter. Yeah. Then again, though, last time we thought we had a shitty episode, it ended up uh, pretty good. That's yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, at least in that one, you didn't have to try to follow a game that you couldn't see. <laughs> yeah, I, that's I a fair point. I didn't listen to it. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> there were parts that were fun. Next time on the podcast, Matt plays solitaire. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, I'll turn this one over. It's a three of diamonds. <laughs> the one to the left of it is a six of hearts. That'd be amazing. It would. Let's. I, I want to pay somebody to podcast solitaire. Or just card games in general. Yeah, that's true. Just any card game, Uno. That you play by yourself. Let's, let's podcast Uno. <laughs> That'd be fun. That would be fun. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah, every once in a while, you have to just kind of stop, and everyone you have to like whisper into the mic what your hand is, so then the listeners can keep track. <laughs> and then everyone else has to mute their channel or mute their headphones so that they don't hear what you're saying. Because <laughs> like it would be the longest game of Uno ever just to cue the audience in on what hand you have. Oh, that sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of a card game that would be the worst podcast, and I think Uno is pretty high on that list. It's pretty high. I mean, mo- mono- well... I, I mean, sh- the whole thing would be like, Rachel played a green seven. Jason played a red seven. Matt played a red five. <laughs> we'd, have to have a, we'd, have, we'd have to have a play-by-play announcer and a color commentator. Oh, the worst. John okay. Madden and Pat Summerall. We'd sign them on to, to... I know you guys don't get the sports ball reference, but... No. A lot of the audience is out there going, oh, <laughs> John Madden and Pat Summerall commentating on Uno. <laughs> That did happen. We did have a sports ball event happen while over the weekend. We did. I know both of you had Super Bowl parties, so how'd they go? It's so weird, I know. I, yeah. I, I, I've never... I had a Blurns Ball party. What's Blurns <laughs> what? Ball? That's what Leela plays in Futurama. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually did go to a air quote Super Bowl party. Really? Because my buddy had a birthday party, and we were like, why are you having a birthday party in the Super Bowl? Turns out, because he posts, you know, birthday party slash Super Bowl party. Uh. There was, a, there was, the Super Bowl was on and nobody was watching it the entire time. So it's kind of like, you might as well just turn it off. Yeah. And then he's got a little music rehearsal space in his basement. So everyone just went down there and we played music. Oh, that's fun. That, that sounds like a... That was my Super Bowl party. Sounds like a non-football fan Super Bowl party for sure. The only thing that happened to me during the Super Bowl party was somebody tapped me on the shoulder when the X-Men trailer came on. Oh, dude. <laughs> Which oh, looked yeah. badass. That was a good trailer. It was. I'm freaking stoked about that. So did you guys watch all the trailers during the Super Bowl? I watched The Jungle Book. That was cool. Yeah, The Jungle Book one was pretty cool. I like how they did the weird 3D thing with the... I didn't know they had a new one. Yeah, yeah, it looks good. They the, actually have dialogue in it this time. Yeah, oh. and the tigers and shit were jumping. Like they, they did a widescreen thing where there were black bars on the top and the bottom, but then the animals would like jump through, like so their paws would go over the black bar and stuff. So it'd be like, yeah, this is going to be a three D movie, bitch. Hmm, that's but, cool. Uh, that's exactly what they're saying. Yeah, yeah bitch. That's, that's what John Favreau was saying when he helped <laughs> when he he's oversaw like, that. Tra- he's like, this movie is not two D, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty deep. <laughs> um, I actually I avoided the Batman v Superman and the uh, Civil War trailers. I watched the Civil War trailer. It's super short and there's nothing new in it. Nothing new at all. I heard there was a couple of new things. There's a couple of shots, but it, I mean, literally nothing happens. But it doesn't. It's like it's yeah. like another establishing shot of Tony Stark. Another establishing shot of Captain America. Mm. There's no plot point. No. I'm still afraid. I'm Don't not going to do it. No. I mean. Yeah, don't watch it. I don't want to, but there's nothing really? to be concerned about in that. 
I was insanely worried about Batman v Superman, but I did like the TV spots for um, Turkish Airlines yeah, that cool. were like you know travel to Gotham and travel to Metropolis. Those were awesome. awesome. I did see those. I did not I see, see the BVS B- 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 trailer, the new one. Oh really? No, because that's something I'm not crazy interested in. <clears throat> so I'll wait for the movie. Mm, I see. Did I yeah. watch anything else? I don't think I watched anything else. I'm starting to think that X Men Apocalypse might be the best of those three movies, which is a little surprising. I was very surprised by what I saw of it because it looks awesome. It's fucking dope. And we still like know next to nothing about that movie. I'm going to hold out only because Civil War is going to be the first sort of like full all the heroes movie. Yeah. Like it's going to be bigger than the Avengers in that sense. That's true. Right? I mean, it's got everybody in it. I mean, I imagine they're probably Most not people, yeah. all in it for the whole thing. But Thor, Thor and Hulk won't be there at all. Um, but pretty much everyone else is. Thor's a bitch. <laughs> well, apparently Thor and Hulk are palling around in Thor Ragnarok as apparently it's like a, a like a myth- mythological road trip movie. <laughs> like what? That Thor? sounds amazing. Yeah, that sounds yeah. amazing. Like it does. It doesn't scream Ragnarok to me, but neither no. does the sense of humor that everyone. If keeps you said that, about. if you said that to me, generally I would think that's the dumbest idea ever. Yeah. And then if you told me who the director was, I would say, oh my god, that movie's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Yep. Because I love that director. I do too. What What else did uh, that person direct? What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, that's right. We already talked about this on the show, didn't he we? He did like Flight of the Concords work. And that's right. Yeah, he directed a few of the We've talked he about did, the episodes. Uh, didn't he do Short Poppies as well? Didn't he work with... Uh, yeah. What's his name on Short Reece Poppies? Darby. Reese Darby. Mm. Who I really hope is in Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> I want him in everything. Yeah, I do too. He's the best. I, I've met him and I hugged him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it was I just, amazing. I just really like him in Yes Man. I loved. Did anybody yes watch Man. him in the X Files? I did. Oh my god! I am enjoying the hell out of the new X Files oh, series. So good. You watched it? No, I haven't. I never watched the original series either. Though doesn't matter. Yeah, you really? don't really. Need you to definitely see. don't need to. Is it, uh, it's pretty much the first two episodes are like. Okay, and you're caught up. Now move forward. Oh, yeah, pretty and, much. And 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 even at that, still presenting like a kind of a fun two episode story. Mm. Like the first two episodes are almost their own little individual unit, and then it moves forward after that. I see. Yeah, it's got Reese Darby and Kumail Nanjiani in the episode, and it's the best. Oh, that's awesome! It's the it's most so amazing good. thing I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, Kumail talked about how they called him in because he was doing the X Files files. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it is. It's it's like. It's it's a show on TV that finally is just super fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Huh. Is uh, is Robbie Amell pretty good in it? He hasn't been in it yet. Really? No. Oh, I thought he was like the uh one of the main dudes. No. It's no? the same main dudes. Oh, is it the same main dudes? Okay. Is it, it, it there's they're adding Robbie Amell and like one other person as like this dude and woman duo, I guess, but well, there are only two episodes left, so. Yeah, they're only doing six episodes for it's the first. It's only six episodes. Weird. Which maybe, maybe hurts they're like pass- my soul. I know. Maybe they're passing the buck to start a new one or something, but. Something. Yeah. Mm. Who knows? I'm not okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think with the popularity that it's garnering, I think they'll probably keep going. Yeah. It's pretty great. I've heard I've heard a lot of people are watching it. I uh, I haven't tuned in mostly just because I never watched the original series, but it sounds like something I could get into. It's so much fun to watch. I yeah. love really, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun watching uh, the Flash Earth, the Welcome to Earth Two episode uh, that just I, aired. I watched that this morning. Holy shit! That was a lot of fun. Holy hell! 
all those freaking like little Easter eggs in that episode made my head spin. There was a lot in there. I so first of all, I wish that they hadn't that they didn't announce the Supergirl and Flash crossover before. Because then when you saw the shot of Supergirl and that yeah. multiverse flash or whatever, you'd be yeah. like, what the fuck, really? Yeah, I I completely agree with that. Yeah. And then they had the shot of uh, John Wesley Ship's flash yeah. in there. And I was like, so dope. It was awesome. I'm freaking stoked. Like, that that was the coolest thing ever. I, would, I wish they would have shown, like, something from Smallville and something from Gotham. Just to, just to be yeah. like, everything's fucking connected in this multiverse, yeah. you know? Not for any, like, weird... Whatever reason, but I can't wait to see how Flash and Supergirl cross over, though. Is Smallville still on the air? No, no, no. no. It's been canceled for a while, but they're talking to... Uh, well, there's a lot of rumors that Tom Welling is being talked to about reprising his role as an older Superman in the Supergirl TV show. Hmm. Which would be really fucking cool. It would be awesome. Um, I love Supergirl. I, I wish that it was on like Hulu or something. It's so hard for me to keep up on it. Oh, I watched like four episodes in a row at work. Really? God. <laughs> to get caught up. I, I've heard it's really good and I want to get caught up so bad. It's been really good. I just watch it on CBS.com. Yeah, that's what I've heard, but I don't have a cable subscriber to sign in with, so. I don't either. They're free. What? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. God damn it. Jesus, Jason, you spent a billion dollars making this whole computer <laughs> TV rig and you don't even <laughs> Actually, that only cost me like three. I, I don't think all yeah. of the episodes like they have like five at a time that are free, mm. and then when the next one airs, then it yeah. moves to the CBS Access. Yeah, I mean, that's thing. just like Hulu on your computer. Yeah, I'll have yeah. to. I'll have to. Yeah, I'll seek it out. I have means. It's just I haven't been home enough to use those means. Um, fucking life. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I'm I'm really stoked that that episode, the Welcome to Earth two episode of Flash, just got me. I w- I was really really excited to see um, Jay Garrick. Yes, all flashy. That shit that he did with his helmet, where he just fucking so pounded cool. it. That was the dopest thing I've ever seen anyone do with that. I love him. He's pretty cool. I like him. I I want to see his hair go gray for no reason. He would look good gray. Yeah, he really would. He would. Um, oh, and, and Deadshot in yeah. that episode was that amazing. That was hilarious. That was so funny. I know. I When they said, so when they said um, Detective West, right after that, I was like, oh, they're talking about Iris. Like, yeah. That one was, the, a lot of those were like little hints were so easy to pick up on. Um, Cisco surprised me. Yeah, I didn't expect that. Uh, reverb or whatever. Yeah. Like, that was, it was kind of cool, but then it was like a little weird. I think that he, he almost nailed it. Yeah, it didn't quite. A little off center there. A little off, yeah. And uh, Killer Frost was a little off yeah. there, too. <laughs> she was like, there were parts of it where you're like, oh, cool. But then other parts are like, ooh, mm. she does not play a bad girl very well. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I, I liked having Robbie Amell come back as Deathstorm. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. No, it was good. That was a, a good little episode. And Barry, or uh, Grant Gustin actually played nerdy awkward barry really well he did and then played the other barry trying to be that barry yeah equally as good i think it was that was impressive yeah he's awesome yeah i love him but the show has other berries yeah it's <laughs> good multiverse. job other berry good <laughs> job other berry <laughs> <laughs> fuck <laughs> i didn't catch the reference at first <laughs> 
Oh, man. I didn't yeah. either until just now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then I, I didn't quite finish the episode of Arrow. Uh, last week's episode, whatever the fuck it's called, Breaking the Chain oh. or Unbroken or some shit like that. Yeah, I watched Unchained. that one. I almost finished it, but, I mean, I'm, I'm there enough where they just barely took the contact lens out of Roy's eye. Oh, and they're like, okay. yo, bro, what the fuck's going on? And he's like, I was living the perfect life. And then they took me and they were like, we're going to uh, tell everyone who you are if you don't do this shit for us. It was actually a pretty good episode. Really? Yeah. Is he, the way they left it at the end of the episode, is he like coming back or is he gone again? No, he's gone again. Fucking dumb. Because he can't stay there because people will recognize him because <sighs> he was supposed to have died because he was the arrow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Still bums me out. It bums me out too. <laughs> Fuck you, Matt. <laughs> I just want Arsenal back. Just want to I chime in too. at some point. Sorry. I want Thea to DC go crazy. away. No, go for it. And yeah. I want Arsenal back. I agree with you. I yeah. Thea can just die. I, like they they almost had it. They really they were within the grasp of of killing off her character. Oh well, you didn't see the end. Really? Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did they almost kill her again and then not? She... You want me to tell you? Uh, I guess I'll finish it tonight. Okay. She's not dead, but she's not good either. (laughs) (laughs) Huh. Well, I just hope that her and Laurel get in a fight and both of them die. Yeah. That'd be nice. I don't like Laurel. Me neither. She sucks. She's the worst. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad we agree on that. Yep. Anyway, what uh, what have you been doing, Matt? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, we watched. Uh, we've been watching. <laughs> I like doing stuff like that because just drive, that nothing drives Jason nuts more than like <laughs> not talking about anything or dead air. Yeah, no. If I like me throwing <laughs> something up into the air and then just having it land on the ground, <laughs> just gonna watch it fall. Yeah, that shit. Some people me just like to watch the world burn, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Some people just like to watch the world burn. Uh, <laughs> That's my Michael Caine impression. It, it was good. Super good. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the best thing in the world is? Is listening back to the episodes where we try to do accents. Uh-huh. Like my Australian accent. <laughs> oh, man, that was great. I'm really good at that. Yeah, your, your Crocodile Dundee impression was <laughs> on point. Uh, no, we watched uh, Agent Carter. It's oh, is it good? Fun. Yeah, it's fun. I liked the first season. It's better than the first season, that's really? for sure. Yeah, it's got a cleaner story. Mm. Uh, and then we watched Broadchurch, which isn't geeky at all. No, but it's awesome. It's fucking yeah, tell us. That tell us show is it. amazing. Well, so here's here's the connection between the two. Uh, the guy who plays Jarvis is in Broadchurch. Really. Yep. I thought you would have gone with the guy who plays the Purple Man is in Broadchurch, but okay. They both are. Yeah. Paul Bettany, people have told me more than anything in the world that I look like Paul Bettany. Not Paul really Bettany, weird. the guy who plays Jarvis in uh, Agent yeah, Carter. Yeah, that's Paul. Oh, and Agent Carter, I thought you meant in... Uh, the Iron actual Man. Jarvis Butler. Okay. Whatever his name is. Yeah, British guy. I'll British, look it up. British guy. Uh, anyway, he's in Broadchurch, and he's way better in Broadchurch than he is in Agent Carter. I like him in Agent Carter. Yeah, I don't, I don't not like him. Anyway, uh, yeah, Broadchurch is a pretty pretty intense British uh, whodunit murder mystery. Uh, James Darcy. Yep, James Darcy. With an apostrophe. Darcy. Yep. 
Have you started the second season? Yeah, we finished the second season. I haven't seen the second season. It's good. Only seen it's the, the trial. One. It's the whole trial. Oh, that's when you. That's when James Darcy comes in. You haven't met him yet. He's no. In the second season. Speaking. So speaking of trials, have you guys seen the previews for American Crime Story? I want to watch versus it OJ so Simpson. bad. Holy shit! I want to see it. There so is bad. not a single show that I want to watch more than that show. <laughs> it's so you remember the OJ Simpson murder slash trial, right, Matt? Do I remember? <laughs> I mean, no, yeah. don't remember it at all. I was not living on planet Earth. I'm, assu- the 90s. I'm assuming you do, but your your face <laughs> I, was unresponsive. I, I think we're both old enough here. I know you're old enough, but your face was unresponsive, <laughs> and he's a football player. That so, doesn't matter. He, yeah. he was in The Naked Gun. Yeah, he was <laughs> Detective... Uh, oh, what shit, he? what was his name? I don't even remember. Frank? No. Oh, no. No, Frank was Frank was his partner. Yeah. Or no, he was Frank. Fuck. Drebin. Dreb Frank. Oh! What was his name? <laughs> oh, no. OJ was... Uh, he was the Naked Gun guy. And that's what was more of a bummer than him being a football player. Yeah. <laughs> Because I grew up seeing him in The Naked Gun. As did I. So let me let me just uh, reel off the cast for you really quick, Matt. Cuba Gooding Jr., John Travolta, David Schwimmer, Bruce Greenwood, Sarah Paulson, uh, Kenneth Choi. Uh, let's see, any other big names? I know those. I know three of them. Really. I only got you with David Schwimmer, John Travolta, and uh, uh, Cuba Gooding. You got me with Cuba Gooding, John Travolta, and Sarah Paulson. You don't know who Bruce Greenwood or David Schwimmer are? I'm sure I saw their faces. I'd know who they were. David Schwimmer was Ross on Friends. Yeah, okay, I know who that and is. And Bruce Greenwood is Captain, uh, what is it, Pike? Is that, was that his last name in the J.J. Abrams Star Trek? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's also like a... Like pretty well worked uh, voice actor. He was also an iRobot. Um, anyway, fantastic cast. David Schwimmer, who was Ross and Friends, plays Robert Kardashian, the defense attorney for O.J. Simpson. Um, Cuba Gooding Jr. plays O.J. Simpson. John Travolta plays um, Robert Shapiro. Uh, I can't remember if Shapiro or Shapiro. Um, Shapiro. Is it Shapiro? Well, there's that spelling has been pronounced Shapiro before. That's yeah, I know. Only reason I say it. it's Shapiro. Um, and uh, yeah, and then a bunch of other people. Anyway, it looks freaking amazing. Like the trailers huh. are I, I fantastic. Because so yeah, it's it's basically you know dramatizing the entire process from Bronco Chase on. Yeah, which I watched on television yeah i remember yeah, seeing exactly. the entire goddamn thing yeah with my parents <laughs> there is an element to me that's like yeah i already watched it yeah but in real time that's the thing TV. is you watched it but you didn't know the oj part of that i watched it but i still uh, don't all think i, know I was about old that enough is that he wrote a book it. that said if i did it this is how i would do it <laughs> yeah which is true yeah yeah. Um, no, it it does look amazing though. It really right. does. I no, can't I wait mean, to watch that. Yeah, if it if it's good, I would consider giving it a go. I don't know. Thus far, it's had great ratings. But uh, anyway, back to to you. Back to Broadchurch being awesome. Yeah, that's all that was. Broadchurch is a very good show, and I would highly recommend it. Uh, except for it's pretty dark and fucked up. And oh, it's really fucked up. Really, it kind of leaves you with some icky feelings. Yeah. 
Like jumping in a pool of Kool-Aid? Now those are sticky feelings. Oh. This is icky. <laughs> icky inside your body when you're just like, oh my god. Oh, like Taco Bell. No, like jumping into a pool of dead baby parts. <laughs> yes. 100%. Everybody knows what that's like. That's what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Okay, I, I'm with you now. I'm with you. Uh, no, I, we haven't really. I haven't really watched a lot of TV lately. Um, you watched any movies? No. I saw Hail Caesar. That movie is probably one of the funniest Coen Brothers movies. I really want to see that in a long time. Really we were bad. gonna see that. Oh, I did see a movie. We were gonna see that, but we went and saw the Hateful Eight instead. Oh yeah, you did. Tell tell the audience about uh, how you enjoyed the Hateful Eight. Uh, I thought it was incredible. Jenica didn't love it as much. Really? She I don't think she really gets on board with the like Tarantino sort of sidetracking dialogue stuff. Ah. Uh, and I I love that shit. And that's my favorite. I think there's nothing I like more than a Tarantino. Like I go into a Tarantino movie excited to just see people talk to each other. Yeah. Well, and that's the same with Coen Brothers movies, man. Yeah, I like I I really want to see uh Hail Caesar. Hail Caesar. I do yeah. too. No, I, I love that about Tarantino because for me, so much of the humor in a lot of films in general is in like the weird asides that characters have yeah. that other movies don't take time for, you know? No, exactly. That's, yeah, I, I fucking love that shit. Exactly. You get real sort of real dimension out of these characters. Yeah, and that's what it is, is like Tarantino, the Coen brothers, uh, David O. Russell, they all, they all do a lot more character than story. Yep, yep. And Which I, I think is just... Because that's the thing. This this the hateful eight could have been a movie with no character that yep. could have been over in like twenty minutes. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, I mean it's it's a very simple story. Yeah, which I, which simple. is I thought what was half the brilliance of the film was it was so simple. Yep. And it's a two and a half an hour long movie, <laughs> and uh, just great, just great. It, yeah, that was what. Well, what's interesting about it is that like it is strikingly similar to Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, in a sense. But it's still like it's. I think it's still really good, and it's such great music. Yes, holy crap, great music. That's the guy who did all the old uh, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly spaghetti western films. Yep he uh, he won an Oscar or not an Oscar. He won a Golden Globe for the score and and is nominated for an Oscar. As he should. That's incredible. Uh, I agree. Yeah. So good times. Yeah. Hail Caesar. Hail Caesar was fantastic. By the way, Josh Brolin is fucking brilliant um i mean everyone in that movie is fucking brilliant they're like if you if you haven't looked up the cast list of hail caesar don't no i don't want to just go and watch it because seriously i did not i did not look up a single thing about the movie before seeing it and so like this celebrity or that celebrity would show up randomly in the most obscure odd way and i'd be like what the fuck he or she is in this movie yeah and yeah it's because there is one very highly touted well, actually two very highly touted actors and then one other that's fairly high uh, a lot of big name actors that just kind of show up like a good portion into the movie huh. just sort of unexpectedly and they're on posters and stuff like that but i just never looked at them and so for me that was part of the humor of it was like oh what the fuck nice but yeah really good josh brolin was brilliant um every little story twist in that movie is fantastic Yep, I'm into it. I want to see it. Yep. I just like the Coen Brother movies. I I go see them no matter what. Yeah. There's been some I don't like. Yeah, me too. Did you? What was the one about like Jewish family in Jersey? Jewish no family idea. in Jersey. It was not a hit. 
It was one of their like kind of not a not necessarily a flop, but oh, was that um oh, fuck? And there's like a tornado or something. Um, I don't think I saw it, but I I when I see the name, I'm going to. It wasn't very good. Yeah, when I see the name, I'm gonna know. What that was the actually fuck it is. that was actually one of the first like quote dates I ever tried to take Junicon. I was like, really? It's Coen Brothers movie. Let's go see it. It's like some weird movie about Jewish people, and neither of us can relate to it. And we're like, uh, Lady Killers? No, no. A serious man? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yep. Huh. Yeah, I know. Lady Killers is like one of their least popular movies ever. Um. Yeah, I don't know. But uh yeah, no, great movie. Everyone should see it because it's great. <laughs> Super. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Uh no, I have been playing Assassin's Creed Syndicate and uh Dragon Age Inquisition. How's that going? Both fun games. Have you got did you play Dragon Age Inquisition? No. Nope. Not any of those things? No. Not really my thing. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it's a time killer. It is. Yeah. I get bored pretty easily I, I do too and like that was my concern going in is that it was going to be too story based and just boring and it pops you into the action pretty quick and the combat's pretty fun but if it's a game where it's like really long distances and you just have to kind of walk and you can't move any faster yeah ugh. i can't it do that nuts i absolutely hate it it's interesting i'm so like i, I was just kind of looking at the coen brothers um on their filmography so they made inside lewin davis and then they wrote they wrote Unbroken, which Angelina Jolie directed, and then they wrote Bridge of Spies, which Steven Spielberg directed. Like, that's it's really weird because like for almost all their movies, except for two before that, um, one of them directed. Um, I guess not counting Crime Wave, um, but then they like do two movies right in a row. They're like both like wartime, really not Coen Brothersy movies, and then go right back to Hail Caesar. This is really weird, don't you think? I don't know. I think that's weird, but that's just me. Anyway, back no, to No, because they could have written those scripts forever ago. That's true. And they finally got made into movies. That's true, I suppose. So. Although, I don't think... Well, yeah. I don't think release schedule can necessarily dictate writing schedule. Yeah, for sure. I, I just think, like, looking, you know, with Steven Spielberg being the director of Bridge of Spies and then Angelina Jolie with Unbroken, I feel like those are probably ones that were specifically talked about and, like, you know, like, commissioned rather than ones that were just, like, sitting around, and then Spielberg goes, oh, I'll make that movie. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, anyway, yeah, back to stuff. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, video games, they're fun sometimes. Sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you know, that's the thing. Video games are fun, and video games can just, like, I can get serious restless leg, kind of like, I'm borderline anxiety playing video games. Cause really? Yeah. Why? Because nothing's happening, and it's just like, well, I get frustrated. Like, why am I sitting here? I have a hard time getting invested in video game storylines because they're usually way too long and convoluted for their own good. Mm. And the voice acting's often not great. And the. Yeah. I mean, it's rare for me to be, like, completely absorbed into a video game story. Like, The Last of Us was probably the last game I played that I was completely absorbed into the world in. Huh. That's interesting. What game was I talking about, Jason? The Last of Us. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, because that, that game was a while ago. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's very infrequent that a video game is sort of has that uh, capture like that. Why do you think that is? I don't think they script video games well. I don't think they... I think they I think they plan... Video games are, like, for time, right? You want an 18-hour game, so you're just going to add a bunch of sh- bullshit dialogue in. That's fair. That's not to say that video games... 
don't often like the Assassin's Creed story at its heart is a cool story, but there's so much other stuff going on that you lose track of the main plot real quick. It's not a linear game, but and it also has the other side, which is it's super fun to play. So you don't really need to pay attention to the story to really have a fun time enjoying it. You can get like a general overall view of like, uh, okay, we're in London and we're fighting bad guys. Great. Just do that. Yeah. But uh, if the game is supposed to be a story-driven game, like Dragon Age is a story-driven game. Mm-hmm. But there's so much going on. There's kind of vague overall. And there's probably an even bigger world that is alluded to that I don't even know about. Yeah. I'm, I just can't pay attention to the story. And when people are like, if you say this one thing, it's going to change this whole thing in this other part of the world. And I'm like, great. There's no there's no attachment. You know, I'm not like, oh, my God, what if I, I don't I, I have to make a really hard choice here. <laughs> Like uh, which ones? Which buttons quicker to push? Yeah, yeah. I I'm the opposite. I'm like, oh man, what do I do? Well, but how so, should I answer this? <laughs> but I am like that in a game that I'm invested in. Like That's, it's, I yeah. feel like it. That what's the one you were just playing? Until dawn. I feel like if I played until dawn, I'd get really invested in it. it oh yeah, that sounds like because horrible things happen. If right, right, you, horrible things happen, and yeah. the story's it's a good story. Oh yeah, it was way exactly. fun. Yeah. I want everybody to play that game because like he- I had so much fun. Like Heavy Rain was a game like that for me. Yeah, I loved that game. Which was uh, all story, but fun to play and a really good story. Yeah. And presented in a way that made me feel more like I was watching a long-form television show than I am like watching video game cutscenes. Yeah. Well, that's how Until Dawn is, too. It's cool. Or you're just playing an interactive movie. Speaking of interactive movies, we went to The Void. We did. Oh, we did go to the void. We needed to talk <laughs> about that. Holy hell. Yeah. So, yeah. Go ahead and uh, bring us on into that. I think it's Rachel's turn to talk about it. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> no. I Tell people what the void is. I think that's a really bad idea. Uh, it's an interactive, multi-dimensional virtual reality thing. <laughs> Yeah, how would you? Because it is virtual reality, but it's not. I don't know if I would necessarily define it as such. It's it's an it's an immersive, an uh, augmented virtual reality experience. Is it so? That's the thing. Is it, is the, is it a physically augmented virtual reality, or is it virtually augmented reality? Sure. Yeah. I don't know. So. <laughs> I don't know. Both. God damn it. I'm too, I'm too sick All right, to get into so the full description. It's, it's, uh, there, there's a room that's completely black with uh, sort of uh, partitions throughout the room, almost set up like a, like, like, is a dumb way to describe it, like a corn maze, right? And you put on your Oculus Rift goggles and a little headset, like a little helmet that's got, that covers your ears and a little backpack. And when you put them on, it layers over every physical thing in this empty space uh a, a a 3d dimensional world ours was like an old aztec ruin that you could walk through so it looks like you're in this and the graphics were what late ps2 early ps3 quality mm, yeah you ever, i mean for for the but that's the preliminary one I, i'm just but for our experience yeah yeah, yeah for I our mean, experience. it was it wasn't like super excellent graphics that doesn't mean it won't be super good by the time it's completed but yeah uh but it's cool because it's a virtual reality that you actually move yourself through and can interact with the world with your body. Um, like you walk into this, you, you put the goggles on and you're in a blue room that looks sort of like the Assassin's Creed lo- lo- uh, load screen. And then a portal opens up in front of you and through that portal you can see a uh, sort of forest beyond with some sort of like crumbling walls. And I, and I remember 
Rachel and I did it together. We both, the portal opened and neither of us moved for like 15 seconds because it was like, it's, <laughs> I know. It's, it's very, it's not intuitive to actually start moving your legs. Yeah. No, looking I'm, I'm at just, a video game. I'm looking at the portal and I'm just like, do, do I go through there? I know. I was the same way. <laughs> it opened, the portal opened up and I was like, wait, is that, do it, is it open? Okay. Okay. It's open. I, I guess I, I step forward now, don't do, I? Do do I walk through there? Yeah, yeah, totally. Is this is this is this? Uh, now now I know how it felt like to be Neo. You know when he's when the blue pillar red pill thing. Like, oh wait, what? Yeah. Oh fuck, Jesus, damn it! It was pretty. I mean, that was disorienting. It was not. It's not intuitive to be like, cool. I'm. I have a video game on my face, and I move my body like in real time. Yeah. Yeah. But you exactly. do. You walk through it, and it's pretty cool. It's totally immersive. Yeah, it is. Um, there, for example, one of the one of the one of the parts in the the map, uh, the floor falls away. Yeah. Um, and Rachel walked across it as it started to fall. I panicked and panicked, and, uh, <laughs> I ran. and I and I stayed where I was. And so here I'm. I know I'm in a room where there's there's obviously a floor because I just watched Rachel walk across it. But in game, I'm looking down at a giant pit. And there's no way I can really get my brain to step over it. I know I could just walk right across it. But you can't sort of, like, you start to find yourself having a hard time differentiating that you're in this from the, what you you logically know to be true, which is there is floor you can walk across. Uh, so that was kind of a really cool experience, having your brain say, I don't care that you know that there's floor there. That's a chasm, and you are not walking over it. No. Nope. You will so, fall to your death and so die. So I just watched Matt's nope. outline go around the hole. <laughs> <laughs> I loved the elevator. That was very cool. I think that was that was very, I don't know. Disorienting? I got a, I, yes. Yeah. I got a little motion sickness from it. Yeah. I, de- I definitely had a little like motion sickness or vertigo or just some sort of feeling where I'm like, from- oh my God, this feels like I know I'm moving, but I'm totally not moving at all. There's something crazy too that um, he told you guys too, right? That there's a part in the uh, in the level where you actually turn 90 degrees without realizing it. Yes. Fucking crazy. Like I, I, I there was in that part that he talked about, like I felt like a little bit. Like slightly, like I was running into the wall, and I was like, "Why the hell yeah. am I running into the wall here?" Like I thought I was running, you know. But like you do not realize that you turned at all. Like it, it guides you to turn with, you know, just sort of slightly altering what straight is. Yeah. Um, but fuck, like that is crazy to me. Oh, like the game in and of itself rotates the map as you're walking, so you start you're you alter your how you're walking for it. Exactly. Holy shit! No, yeah, I I heard him say that, but it didn't quite click for me. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, that's really cool. It's insane. Just by visual cues, they get you to turn 90 degrees, yeah. probably just to save space, but yeah. they get you to turn 90 degrees without even fucking realizing it. Yeah. That blows my mind. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. It, it's awesome, but yeah, I, I loved it because, you know, they tell you to grab your torch. So I got to walk around the temple with my torch and I yeah. felt very Lara Croft-like. So I was in heaven. <laughs> yeah. A, a ditto. <laughs> it was so awesome. Yep. Any sort of Tomb Raider thing, and I'm sold. Yeah. Oh yeah. Same here. Tomb uh, Raider is the best. Yep. It is the best. Tomb Raider. I never actually got into that game. They're the best. Oops. Really? Was the new one? You were talking about the new one for a little while. Was it actually that good? 
I haven't played the new one yet. Uh, the the played... newest one is an Xbox exclusive for a year. Uh, Such shit. But I did play it um, somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> one day. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember you talking about that. <laughs> was it cool? Oh, so awesome. God damn it. Okay, that's all. So Let us never awesome. speak of it again until we can play it. I, I was pretty pissed off that I have to wait a year for Ugh, it to come to I know, my I PlayStation. I play it so bad. Hopefully it's like all, so they bling it out a little more. And, I hope so. Whatever. Yeah, it was, what I played was a lot of fun. And it's just gorgeous. I guess we do get a Uncharted game in next month. Yeah, that's true. And those are really Seriously, good. next month? Yeah, the new Uncharted is wow. next month. I love Uncharted. Yeah, I do too. If that, if your game is like climb walls, solve puzzles, and go in ruins, I'm I'm sold. Oh, same here. <laughs> I games for me are more like let's play for five ten minutes and then be done and and have a good amount of things happen in that five or ten minutes that you can be satisfied with playing it and then uh, move on. No Tomb Raider. I'm like go in this tomb and solve this puzzle and get stuck in there for five hours and figure this shit out. <laughs> yeah, I get pretty... I, I get, those are the games that I have to watch because I will get completely absorbed in them. I think my thing is I can get absorbed in games, but I really want to avoid getting absorbed in games because I have constantly other shit that like if I do get absorbed in a game, I'm like, damn it, look at all these things that I was supposed to be doing that I didn't do. Well, that's, that's why at yeah. this point... I, I'm very selective about what game I'm going to actually invest a lot of time into. Yeah, that's uh, fair. Like that's what what like I bought Dragon Age because it was on sale, and I was like, well, I'm curious about it. I want to play it. Maybe. And now I'm as I'm playing it, I'm like, it, I I definitely see that game as something I might pick up every once in a while just to sort of have a fun. It has a cool combat system, so it's kind mm-hmm. of fun to play from time to time. But I don't feel any investment like people do get with Fallout or. Yeah. Uh, no thanks. I know Josh's freaking massive monumental fall down the fallout rabbit hole still blows my mind. That's pretty crazy. But I've just yeah. never been able to get into Fallout. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me neither. Sky- I, Skyrim on the other hand, that was that was a rabbit hole I went down. I couldn't get into Skyrim either. No, that one did it for me. I know a lot of people have been getting into uh, Besiege, that one where you just like make all sorts of crazy shit. I've never I heard know about of that. that. Have you guys not seen the gifs about it? They're if you just Google Besiege, you'll see like the craziest gifts you've ever seen in your life. Um, I'm worried about Ark. That's the game I'm worried about going down a rabbit hole. Which one's that? That's the one where you start out with nothing and you have to like make everything from scratch, and then there's, and then you like get to a point where you like meet up with your like tribe and you all like are dino riders. This sounds like college. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> But what yeah, college it's did like, you go to? Yeah. <laughs> to the Dresden school. Uh, no, there's dinosaurs. There's dinosaurs all over the place. Tons of dinosaur stuff. Wow. So Matt hates it probably. So that's all I want to do is <laughs> make make dinosaurs, dinosaurs. dinosaur friends. Uh, but no. So I don't remember what I was talking about. But games that you fall down the rabbit hole. In. Ah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Okay, to bring it back to. That that's the cool thing about the void. The, the 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 thing that's cool is it's a thirty by thirty room, and we did two laps in the same room and had absolutely no idea we had just done two laps. Yeah, like we just walked in a circle in a small little like two hallway, th- two room space. Yeah, and it felt like we went like through a whole temple. Yeah, that was uh, I didn't even think about that, but that is probably the craziest part about it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, like you where you stand on the elevator is probably where you also put the headphone the eyepieces on. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yep. The dude's probably just standing there watching you like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) I'd take a picture. I'd take a picture of everybody that was walking by. Yeah, totally. (laughs) It was fucking boring. But no, so check out the YouTube video, The Void. Uh, Hopefully we're going to get to go back and check it out and we'll give you more info. Yeah. And shouts out to The Void for letting us go and try it out because like they're not even open to the public yet. And shouts out to Mitch for you know getting that all arranged uh too bad he's not here today to do this we're kind of recording this last minute as you're hearing this we recorded it last night yeah well i think we we're <laughs> uh, we'll talk about it later um anyway yeah so that's that's uh once that gets going i definitely foresee that to be sort of the future of vr gaming because it's pretty yeah it's pretty amazing and they're i mean they're about to upgrade everything so yeah you know that's that's exciting yeah we did we, ours was just like pretty early beta, early beta tests yeah, they're yeah. I, and even at that, it was like, wow, this is really something else. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and I'm excited to get to go back. Yeah, me too. Well, you guys I got can't wait. you guys got any uh, any more ketchup? No. Do any more fun things in the world? Uh, let's see. Oh, nope. I don't think no. I'm done. Tomorrow, tomorrow we're going to see Deadpool, so we'll be probably talking about that next week. But uh, you guys haven't read any comics lately? Fuck no! I wish I had read any comics lately. Yeah, I really haven't. I ordered Get it some together, new guys. Ones. I ordered some today to read. Yeah. Uh, I did. I've I've been reading uh, as per your uh, as per your um, recommendation. I've been reading Cable and Deadpool. Oh yeah, it's pretty good. It's better than I thought it would be. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I like. like it. I do like their. I do like their interplay. Yeah, it's like a it's like a buddy cop movie times. It's like buddy cop. Yeah. It's like odd couple. It's a lot of character and dialogue, and it's fun. Yeah, yeah. so I'm gonna keep reading it. Um, I read something else too that was fun. Are oh, um, the Red Skull Battle World Secret Wars series mm. was one of the coolest things I've read in a long time. Really? Well, what's so what's the premise? It's like uh, you know, God Emperor Doom. Uh, gathers together a bunch of supervillains to go to the savage land or the dead lands or whatever the savage land and uh <laughs> to kill the red skull the red skull and yeah the red skull and uh but as the avengers <laughs> <laughs> that dude is the worst actor in the history of marvel God, I hate that kid. I I want to learn his name so I can slap him. Uh, I like him still. No. So anyway, so they go to the, they go to this. You know, they go to, they go beyond the the wall or whatever they call it, and that to, to go find and kill the Red Skull, and it's just really fun, fun read. That sounds fun. And I enjoyed it as and well. Planet Hulk. Have you guys read Planet Hulk? The original no. Planet Hulk or no, Battle World? Battle World one. No. No. It's not about Hulk. I'll just give you that. Who wrote it? I don't remember. It's all about. It's not. It's not Greg Pack again. I don't know who wrote it. I can look it up in a sec. But okay. it's uh, it's all about Captain America. Oh, and it's the best. That's <laughs> a it's, random choice. It's really good. Hmm. It's Steve. Stop doing that. That's disgusting. You're sick. You're getting germs <laughs> everywhere. It's my mic, so fuck it. Quit licking my dog, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> She's just so tasty. <laughs> no, it's uh, Steve Rogers uh, with his trusty sidekick, Devil Dinosaur. Oh, and it's, and my it's God. fucking amazing. <laughs> that sounds okay, amazing. That does sound pretty awesome. It's the best, yeah. And he goes into the... Because it's like... 
in Battle World, there's just like the Hulk land or whatever they call it. Yeah. And everything there is Hulks. Can you so like can you, Hulk birds and Hulk fish and everything's Hulk dash whatever. So it's planet Hulk inhabited this world for a long time ago and mixed the gene pool with his uh, nah, DNA. It, well, yeah, in the world like the gamma bomb went off and it turned uh, the, turned the whole little this little part of the world into the all Hulks. That's cool as fuck. Wow. It's, um, it's badass. Is there any character you think is less likely to make it into a movie than Devil Dinosaur? Less likely than Devil Dinosaur. I mean, Devil Dinosaurs. Yeah, Kazar. You don't think Kazar makes it in? I think Devil Dinosaur would show up before Kazar. Really? I don't know, man. Or Shana, the she-devil. You don't think... I don't know, man. I mean, we're talking about Savage Landites. Yeah, we are. I don't know, man. I don't think I, any of them will show up in a movie at any time. Probably soon. not. I wonder who owns the rights to. You know all who the won't show up? Modoc. Savage Land stuff. Yeah. Ooh, that. Mm. But if they did, if they did, it'd be amazing. It, yeah, that'd and be awesome. I don't think they ever will. I could see Guardians of the Galaxy doing in Guardians of the Galaxy three doing a Modoc thing. Maybe he was always on Earth though. He was a Captain America AIM scientist guy. That's true, but I mean, they they could shoot him into space. Or maybe Guardians come to Earth, you know? After Infinity War, who knows what's going on? Mojo. They'll never have an X-Men movie with Mojo in it. I don't even know who Mojo is. I don't either. Mojo's the big yellow guy who's on the spider (laughs) Who hosts the, like, intergalactic battle TV show. Okay. In the X-Men universe. They should Uh, have it. (laughs) What's funny is that, like, almost every comic book property that's ever gone into space has this character. That just runs a weird space gladiator yeah, totally. ring, you know? Yeah. Like, this character has so many iterations that have never been in a movie before that just always exist in cartoons and comics. Yep. The first person to does it... To does it. The first... first I'm sick. The first person who to do it <laughs> wins my heart. Uh, I would put those guys pretty high on the list. I, Paste Pot Pete. What the fuck? <laughs> They'll never put Paste Pot Pete. He's called it... He's the trapster now. <laughs> Paste pop. <laughs> <laughs> he shoots glue. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what's here's here's a fun. Uh, he looks like he raided a costume store, like or like maybe a clown uniform store, and then just grabbed a bucket of paint with a freaking paint gun, like or a bucket of glue with a paint gun. And I could I could decided, see, fuck it. I could see him. I could see a uh, a hint at him showing up in a Daredevil show because they hinted at Stiltman. That's true. And Stiltman would have been someone I would never have put in a million years. Especially not in that show. Anyway, the Deadpool series that ran from 2008 to 2012, which is the one that led into uh, Daniel Way's series, Uh deals with the Trapster, a.k.a. Pace Pot Pete. Uh And Deadpool just keeps calling him Pace Pot Pete, and he keeps getting super butthurt that he's like, that's not not my name anymore. (laughs) Oh my god, this is the worst thing ever. He's got, like, his pot of glue and his gun attached to yeah, it. Yeah, it's the dumbest. <laughs> Isn't it ridiculous? Pace Pop Pete. <laughs> it's a great name. That is a great name. Oh, Sounds so like awesome. a weird nursery rhyme. Yeah, totally. Pace Pop Pete, go find the sheep. Uh, there's got to be some, like, borderline racist stuff from back in the day that they'll never do. Oh, there's a lot of it. <laughs> what about Dazzler? Do you think she'll ever show up? I, you know, The character. I, I, you know, part of me says no, of course not. But then there's a part of me that's like, 
I could see it almost. Yeah. Because uh, they're sort of running out of X-Men to choose from, so they might as well pick Dazzler. Well, especially because like, <laughs> with Dazzler, they could cast some pop star and get, you know, exactly. and have it be for, like, yeah. you know, Taylor Swift or somebody like Ew. that. Ew. Yeah. Ruined. That would be... But, I mean, come on. Look at who Dazzler is and why Dazzler it, was that, created. But, right. That'd be perfect for the character. Exactly. I know, but I hate Taylor Swift. Well, of course. Tadolf Switler. Uh, Rachel, just shake it off. Oh, God. <laughs> Nothing makes me angrier. Than Taylor Swift. Uh, well, we are never, ever, ever getting back. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, no. So anyway, um, yeah, that was a tangent in half. Yeah. Oh, I read. Fun, yeah, though. I read some comics. They were great. <laughs> I've got, <laughs> I've got a pile of shit to read right now that I just, I fucking, I have not had time to read, and it's driving too. me insane. I do want to catch up. I do want to. I just read an article today talking about the Darth Vader series and how it's getting better and better, and like they're just like. That Darth Vader series is just because I I finished Vader down, and whatever's come after it is supposed to be super good. And I yeah, I'm, I'm eager to dive back into that. I'm halfway through Vader down, and that like the Star Wars stuff is all top of my list right now. But I still haven't gotten in. It's, I did read the first issue of Anakin and Obi Wan though. Is it good? It's it's actually fun. When does it take place? Uh, in between Episode One and Two. Huh. So this is Obi Wan training Anakin, and Anakin's actually so this is. Oh, during, you know what? Duh! I read it too. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. They're on that planet with the like, yeah. Zeppelins or whatever. And Anakin's having like a hard time with his like fate. Like he's act- and Anakin's about to leave the Jedi Order. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, for good and stuff. Like it's it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I, it's funny you can hear you can hear Obi Wan talk like Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah. It's like when you read something and you say read this in Obama's voice, and you can read the the thing perfectly in Obama's voice. My fellow American. Oh no. <laughs> Uh yeah. yeah. So anyway, um no, we were gonna finally tackle and conquer and burn and drop in a vat of fiery <laughs> lava and forget about with a thumbs up and forget it existed, the Star Wars. Written by I don't know who adapted it. J W something or other. From George Lucas's very earliest original screenplay, which thank God never made it into film form. Uh, so here we are, the Star Wars. Well, I didn't finish it. <laughs> I finished it. Rachel gets a banana sticker for finishing it. I sort of finished it, but like, man, there is a lot that I did not retain at all. Uh, J- there's so much I don't remember. Jason gets a half a banana sticker, and I don't get any banana stickers. <laughs> Because yeah, I got there at the end, and I'm like, wait a minute. So here's the let me before I talk about why I didn't finish it, I'd like to say, uh, I appreciate and the value of sort of commemorating the 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 progeny of no, that's not the right word the the inception no the uh, the Prometheus of Star Wars sure. The Promethea. <laughs> sure. I'll, yeah. yeah, we'll go with that. I, I, I agree uh, with that. Am I not using that word right? I think I am. I have no I, idea. Anyway, so um, I, get, I, I think that's kind of cool. I like the idea of like, hey, let's honor honor the origins of Star Wars, honor where... Yes. Honor George Lucas's trajectory. Um, and I also appreciate the inclusion of the ralph mcquarrie style concept art that they added to it 
I actually really enjoyed the art. Yeah, it's and the character designs. That's all the original Star Wars designs and stuff. Yeah. I, and I think that's cool. No, I I actually enjoyed that from it. Uh, but uh, it is wildly apparent that that's why they changed it. Yeah. After getting about two or three issues in, what's the total issue on it? Like fifteen or twenty? Uh. Well, 10? I I only read eight. There was like. That was that arc was eight, and then there was another part of it, but I only went to eight because that's all that was on Marvel Unlimited. Ah, uh, I didn't miss minute. I don't know how much I read, but <laughs> uh, no. What are your thoughts? Um, I did not enjoy it at all. It made me want to die, and it was like pulling teeth trying to get through <laughs> it. <laughs> it was pretty boring. But I, I do agree with you that it's nice seeing where it started and how it evolved. And now we're all happy that it is what it is now. <laughs> it <laughs> is. What I found interesting was how limited George Lucas's creativity is with names. Like how many things got recycled in different ways. Yeah. Characters a that lot. have planet names. and You know, like. A lot um, was recycled. Yeah. yeah. But what I've seen, you know. No, it's a. Uh, it's, uh, it's a uh it's an interesting piece of Americana and uh I will never touch that book again. Oh yeah, yeah. I never ever want to read it again. The art was really good though. That's good, yeah, good art. No, that that's probably the only thing I did enjoy of it was the art. Yeah. I mean I, yeah, I mean that's I am torn cuz I'm part of me is like that's really cool that those guys got did that. Yeah. And then the other part of me is like, why did you guys do that? <laughs> exactly. Why would anybody do this? Why would you bother? <laughs> well, I mean, money. It's the most, you know, popular franchise in the history of ever. Yeah, but you know, there, there's some parts that I actually <sighs> screenshotted and sent uh -oh. to my friends because I'm like, this is so painful. <laughs> it is and I, I can't believe this is a thing. I did the Leia and Anakin things oh, where yeah. she's like but I love you and he's like well I don't love you and you're stupid and then like a few panels later he's like but we're in love uh, <laughs> yeah it makes zero sense how about the fucked up spelling of Anakin right I don't like it it's it, it fucked me up too because like now every time I go to like type Anakin which happens a surprising amount which is a whole different thing about where my priorities oh, are at but yeah, no. nope, let's talk about that right now <laughs> I have, like every the, time I have I the same it. issue. Yeah. Every time I go to do it, I misspell it. And I'm like, God damn it, that fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Made me misspell Anakin. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, it, like it was fun. And you can see like it's definitely got a lot stronger um, samurai influence than even the, the final product. Because like everybody's doing yeah. like that top knot thing and yeah. all that. Freaking... Uh, I like the original Han Solo, though. <laughs> that was surprising. Right? I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, that's, that's Han Solo? The swamp Thing there is the Han Solo? The big green guy? Totally Swamp Thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was uh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. I, but, it was interesting and fun in the sense just to see where it began, yeah. but it's still... And how about Chewie, right? He's scary. That was a little terrifying. I didn't like its eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that far. Uh, yeah, it was weird. 
It was yeah. really weird. It was I did weird. flip through and I saw what it looked like. Yeah. No, I, I honestly I bailed because uh, the Force Awakens just came out. Marvel is yep. doing a excellent series of Star Wars comics. So there's no need for shitty Star Wars. I don't want. <laughs> that's ex- that was exactly. It was like I don't want shitty Star Wars right now. Like I'm so hyped up on Star Wars and I'm trying to read like the just the like the earliest, not bit greatest, the absolute inca- shittiest version incarnation of it. And uh, yeah, you know, I don't need to have. I don't need to. I don't need to know the whole entire <laughs> everything. Uh, yeah, it's fun to know about the backstory of Star Wars and sort of like where it came from. But I mean, honestly, you could say George Lucas sort of story. There were kyber crystals. Han Solo was an alien, and uh, Anakin uh, Star Killer was the main dude. And <laughs> yeah. I'd say, oh, crazy! And then it got changed into what we know now, and, <laughs> and that's all. I'm yeah, done. and Luke, uh, the whole Luke part was also interesting. Luke was kind of a dick. Yeah, he was. Yeah, it wasn't very likable. But Anakin wasn't likable either. That's true. Well, then, uh, what is his name? Anakin's dad, Deke, or whatever. Oh, yeah. How he was, like, all cyborg, and then, like, goes and blows himself up. Yeah. What the fuck is this? That was weird. And then Darth Vader's not Darth Vader, but Prince Valorum is Darth Vader. He actually looked pretty cool, though. He looked cool, but he was like a pussy. Yeah, he wasn't as cool. No, the Darth Vader we know, but yeah. he looked cool. Well, like Prince Valorum was definitely the more intimidating of the two. Oh yeah, and he looked cool too. He did too, for sure. I actually kind of want to see him in something. That would be cool. I mean, they did because they did change him to Chancellor Valorum. But if they like, yeah, and in in which they had uh, General Zod play him. But uh, yeah, if they like brought that sort of aesthetic back with some character or something like that, that'd be way cool. Yeah. I, I would actually really like that. Yeah. But there's like a lot of the story, I just, it didn't stay in my head. No. Like the twins, I don't even remember them saving them no. and who they are and why they did save them. 90% of what's in that book, I have no recollection <laughs> of. If, if, they would have, if that would have been the film, it would not have been popular. No, not no. at all. It, it would be. It, it would have gone the way of uh, what's the Sean Connery sci fi movie? Zardoz. With? Zardoz. That's weird. That's the second time Zardoz has been referenced this this podcast. <laughs> when did you guys? I, I mentioned Zardoz earlier because a word you said sounded like Zardoz. Oh, uh, you were talking about Sean Connery's banana hammock. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, always I'm always talking talk about, about that. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, although that movie, that movie, if you go back and rewatch it, it's it's better than you think. Just, just gonna put that out there, right? But it's not a multi-million-dollar like <laughs> no, like fra- no. franchise that's changed the world. Yeah, no, it's yeah, yeah, it's it's no Star Wars. It's, it's some funky, weird movie from the seventies that you can watch and be like, "That was weird." I'm tempted to recommend that movie sometime. <laughs> Pitch that movie and, and see if we can uh, handle it. Or what's the other one with uh, the super racist uh, bad guy, Buck Rogers? Or no, uh, uh, Flash Gordon. I love Flash Gordon. And the bad guy's super racist. In it was his name. I was like, ah, Flash Gordon, like just like like <laughs> like like the worst stereotypical, you know, Chinese emperor bad guy. Hey, we just we didn't know better back then. I think we did, and we just didn't care. That's probably more true. Yeah. The Senate. <laughs> oh dear. The Senate. Um. Yeah, fuck this book. Fuck that. Like, if you want to yeah. know about the inception of Star Wars. 
read the annotated screenplays. It'll give you the information without having to bore you with the minutia of the original story. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I, I think if 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 you want every single inkling of any Star Wars anything ever, go ahead and read it and judge for yourself. And, uh, and we're just here to, to tell you, you don't need to bother with it. Yeah. Yes. Well, and, and I, so Matt and I have a little bit differing opinions on Kyber Crystals. I'm down with the way that Kyber Crystals ended up being in canon, where they're used to sort of power the lightsabers. Yeah, I'm fine with that too. Are you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because you read uh, Splinter of the Mind's Eye, right? Yeah, but that's not canon anymore. Well, not not since Disney bought them, but it was canon for a long time. But it isn't anymore. Either way, it's still a good story, and the, the Kyber Crystal stuff in that one is is fun. That was the that was the first uh, Star Wars. It was the first universe. Yeah, movie. it was the first EU thing, and it was actually written as a low budget sequel, right? For uh, for Star Wars, but that that movie is awesome because oh. it's like this nice sort of it's like a it's a family story, like it's about Luke, Leia, and Vader. Yeah. It's really fucking cool. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, no, I don't. I don't hate the idea of kyber crystals. Yeah, I don't like how they were in this original stuff. No, no, that stuff's fucking. It's the worst. That can go the way of. Uh, uh, Porkins. No. Uh, <laughs> fuck! I can't even remember what they're called. The horse face guy in the Force Awakens. You know, the stupid little, like, m- organisms in your body that are... Midichlorians? Midichlorians. Uh. Oh, you mean those things that exist and are still canon? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't get... Thrawn's not canon, but midichlorians are. How much does that suck? A ton. <laughs> all, all of it. It sucks everything. I heard a rumor that Thrawn was going to be brought back for Rebels. There, There is a pretty big rumor about that. I am really hoping they do. If Thrawn gets brought, I mean, I've I've watched a handful of Rebels. I totally enjoy it. And if Thrawn comes back, I'm all on board. I dude, I fu- I love Re- Rebels. Like I I really liked Clone Wars, but Rebels I think is just fantastic. Yeah, I gotta dive back into that. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, so I don't know. Unless you guys want to like belabor the point that we didn't enjoy this comic <laughs> for another 25 minutes or so. No. We probably no. Ne- we could probably kill I, it. I think it's pretty clear that we didn't enjoy it. Um. Yeah. I guess it's it's probably uh, it's probably time to move on to our uh... piaches biatches yeah pitches whoa 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 uh, so it's sirens been, it's been uh, good lord I don't know a uh, month and a half probably since we last pitched a comic Jesus Christ it has uh, we had to go back to remember what our last pitches were and where we were in our little uh, sequence and we are on Marvel. Yes, we are, motherfucker. And I'm 99% sure you guys don't know what you're going to pitch yet. Nope. Yep. No, oh, you got I, yours? No, no, I don't have mine. I was saying, yep, oh. that you were right. <laughs> I have no Although I, I am, I'm close to narrowing it down. But, okay, uh, so I'll just ramble on here for another couple minutes. Uh, let's talk about... No, do your pitch, man. Make your pitch. No, I want to talk about... <laughs> Fucking uh, um... Fucking hate you. Werewolves. I think werewolves are cool. I like the idea of uh, anthropomorphic animal-human hybrid things. I wish there was more werebears and werepigs and were-tigers and uh, were-horses and were-dogs uh, and were-scorpions um, were <laughs> and were-elephants and were-cows. There, uh, there's a were tiger in the True Blood book series. 
Okay, so I wish there was more uh, were animals that weren't in True Blood book series. <laughs> uh, uh, is the and, Hulk is the Hulk basically just a were man, a were human? What does were actually mean? I think were means man. Doesn't were mean man? No. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I think it means like I think the translation is man wolf. Oh, okay, so we're human. So Hulk's a we're human. He's a man human. Uh huh. Because it's like because you know when you're a werewolf, you're like you're like super big and werewolfy. <laughs> I think that's literally the dumbest thing you've ever said. <laughs> uh, anywho, uh, I'm into that idea. I think that would be a fun. Here's my pitch. Here's my pitch. Um, here's my pitch. Um, uh, who do I want? Peter Jackson, here's my pitch. I want a movie. Here's here's how it's going to go. You're going to make a movie. It's going to be about a uh, uh, a magic amulet that was found in a temple in Thailand and when it when they <laughs> dig it out from the ground, no, this is the gold. When they dig it out from the ground, they're going to pull it out and it's going to turn people into where spirit animals, whatever their spirit animal is. They're oh, gonna it's, they're gonna turn into wear spirit animals. I feel like this is a filibuster, <laughs> and and they are going to form an army of people's wear spirit animals. So, are you trying to prevent us from passing a bill? So you get some <laughs> you, get, you get some really really cool, and also at times comedic because some people have really dumb spirit animals. Um, what's the story? Well, that's it. So the amulet. The amulet turns people into later spirit animals. Oh, okay, so you want the human side of the story? So okay, so I want I want what makes like what takes this premise and makes it a story. Okay, so um, there's a archaeologist. Her name's Laura Croft, but we're going to change it to Tara Moft. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 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 as to avoid Tara Moft Tarkin. Tara Moft Tarkin. She is. Uh, she she thinks pe- everything belongs in museums. <laughs> <laughs> Is this like a weird political statement against Laura Croft? No, it's just uh, I'm just ripping off. I'm just pulling shit from everything else I know. So so she wants things to go in museums, but so Nicholas Cage steals it. No, no, Nicholas Cage isn't it. It's it's Emily Blunt because she's the best. <laughs> And uh, she still she 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 finds it and she takes it to be put back in the museum. But when it, when she's on her way to bring it back, that's when people start turning to wear spirit animals. So she realizes her goal of bringing things back to be all things to be put in the museum. Some things don't belong in museums. <laughs> <laughs> so so to, Ben Stiller's in this movie. So you have to put yeah you, know, you you shouldn't take everything back to museums. Some things need to stay buried. And then she has to fix. Her, she has to right her wrong by curing everybody of their wear spirit animal maladies. <laughs> That's that, a fucking Hollywood blockbuster, right there. <laughs> I don't care who you are. That is, and I know that. I know, and I'm slightly joking. And. <laughs> That's but I'm like, also that, serious. Yeah. That is as complicated as Hollywood blockbusters can get. <laughs> you know I'm right. Not blockbusters, but Hollywood movies, sure. The blockbusters. Yeah, blockbusters. Yeah. Did you see I Frankenstein? Yeah. Yeesh. That's fair. It wasn't 
as That's bad as I thought it would be, but it wasn't good. It was pretty bad. That was like, okay, there's Frankensteins and and gargoyles. Now, here's the idea. There's going to be an army of gargoyles. <laughs> it's gonna... <laughs> you see where I'm going with this? Does this sound like mine? Yes. So, there's an army of were spirit animals. What would your were spirit animal be? That's a genuine question I'm asking you guys. Oh, like for reals? Yeah, what would, what would be if you for, had if you for if, if, if this amulet like showed up because What's an animal with the worst ADD be, in because, the world? Because because Tara Moft <laughs> dug up the amulet to bring back into a museum. What would you what what uh what uh, uh spirit animal would you be? Um I don't know in all honesty. I whatever animal has the highest amount of ADD what is a, probably mine. Whatever animal hates everything. <laughs> whatever animal hates Mondays. <laughs> I'll be a Garfield. I'll be a wear Garfield. <laughs> I would totally be a wear Garfield. I'd probably be like a fox or something. Uh huh. Okay. A kitsune. An Arctic fox. Okay. An Arctic fox. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Your coat would change colors as the seasons go by. An arctistic fox. Arctistic fox. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what my were spirit animal would be. Probably like a were goat. I, I'm going to say either a dog or a monkey for me. Sure. Just something that doesn't have any attention span at all. I could see that. Dogs yeah. have pretty solid attention span, so you're looking more like some sort of a primate. Huh. Okay, monkey. Because I don't think gorilla is really my spirit animal. <laughs> Probably not. It'd be a wear macaque. <laughs> that sounds like somebody commanding me to do something. <laughs> wear macaque. <laughs> it totally does. That's exactly what I thought. Wait, what are you asking me to do? <laughs> what do I need to wear? What's, what, what's a cack? <laughs> That's what they call cocks in uh, Boston. In Boston. <laughs> wear macaque for a robe. <laughs> So they got condoms in Boston to wear macaque. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. So that's my that's my movie pitch. Um, oh boy, it was really good. Dear Peter Jackson, I hope you heard that. Uh, or uh, who else? Who's the other guy I would want to do it? Uh, Pansel. John Favreau. No, Guillermo. Guillermo. I want mm. Guillermo to do it. I, that, no, I want Guillermo to do it. I don't want Peter Jackson to do it anymore. Sorry, Peter Jackson, you're fired. I'm hiring Guillermo to do my movie. <laughs> I feel like you need somebody else to write the script, though. No, that's I just did. That's the script. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Yeah, all the actors yeah. can just ad lib the dialogue through. I mean, it doesn't need to be. Doesn't need to be on point. They don't no. even need to have their scenes. Just uh, no, just a no. general overarching story, and they can. Well, because I the want the movie to be like I don't know, ten to fifteen minutes. Put their of own dialogue, shot list in, and then you know, probably the other hour and twenty minutes of just real cool wear spirit animal battles. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that that sounds like a blockbuster. Yep, I'm into it. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, some cool natural disaster stuff happening. Probably, if I had to pick a city to destroy, it would be what hasn't been hit for a while. Ah, uh, let's go Rome. It's going to be Rome. Rome's going to be the city that's going to get hit. <laughs> we're going to see the Colosseum <laughs> collapse. We're going to see a new uh, fall of Rome. The Parthenon is going to be crawling with where spirit animals. Uh, 
we can have a secondary city get hit, it's going to be Orlando, Florida. That's going to be the second city that gets hit. <laughs> this sounds amazing. I just, I just kind of want you to keep going. Yeah, I'm doing. I'm gonna roll here. This is, this is fucking great. Uh, cool. So, any artists out there who would like to make my uh, make, my make dream, the fan make art, my dream a reality, please make the fan art. This is my new. Uh, this is the beginning of my new D and D campaign. Uh, where spirit animals? Where spirit animals are going to attack Rome and Orlando? <laughs> uh, because uh, Tara Moft uh, wanted to put the amulet back in the museum. It's fair. Okay, I gave you guys plenty of fucking time. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I've I, had mine decided I, for, I have, for minutes. Yeah, I, I have mine. Minutes, sir. Minutes. Uh, cool. Okay. Who's I starting? think I'd be a were porcupine. Fuck. That'd be real cool. <laughs> no, I know that was like I was kind of just rambling and joking, but I have like there has been a dream of mine to see like real cool were animals in movies. We just but, get werewolves. Yeah. Like werewolves are cool. I'm sick of wolves. Give me something else. I agree with that. I would like some other were I take I, I yeah, I would take any other were Were turtle. I saw that movie, it's called the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> well no, but they don't turn into people. They're just big turtles. Yeah, that's what I... I don't want to see them as people. These were-spirit animals don't turn back into people. They're permanently that, because that's way cooler. That's the point of being aware something, though, is that you have to deal with the... Yeah, that you would change You know what it is? You know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about the gritty reboot of Animorphs here. Yeah, that's pretty much what you're talking about. Ooh, yeah. I could get into that. But only halfway through the Animorph transition. Like, they don't go full animal. They have to stop halfway through. Okay. How gross would a were-jellyfish be? That would be disgusting. Or like a wear tapeworm. So they're they're the they're the middle photoshopped photo of the anamorphs cover. Yeah. As okay. Yes. Yep. That's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like always the ugliest, weirdest one. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. The best. Yep. Oh, animorphs. Yeah. Well, so should we should we pitch? Uh, for now. Okay. Who's who's starting? Not it. Do you want me to go? I don't care. Okay. I'll, I'll go. I, I'm going to give you guys first of all three categorical options, really quick. <sighs> okay, so in my movie, it's going to be <laughs> fuck you. Do you want cosmic? Uh, let's see, cosmic, dark, or um, nostalgic? Dark. Sure. Dark. Okay. Frank Miller's Daredevil: Born Again. That's the one that I almost pitched. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you know. It's obviously when Frank Miller rebooted the character of Daredevil and, and brought in new life. This was in the 80s when Frank Miller could do no wrong um, and was possibly not as crazy as he is today. Uh, he and Dave Mazzucchelli, the team from Batman Year One, which is one of my favorite comics of all time, uh, managed to craft a pretty fucking awesome story here. Good bless you, Jason. <laughs> He's sneezing all over the place. He's turning into an anamorph. He's turning into his were spirit animal. <laughs> Sorry, that's why that felt so rushed because I could feel the sneeze coming on, so I was just trying to get it in under the deadline before I had oh, to explode. And Siri tried to talk to me. <laughs> but yeah, no, so it's it's Dave Mazzucchelli, Frank Miller at their best uh, in something that's not Batman, and uh, this is, you know, one of the stories that inspired uh, the Netflix series, so that's my pitch. Nice. Good series. Uh, you'd be a were seagull, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Mine. Mine. <laughs> Mine? Mine? Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Okay, Rachel, what you got? Uh, I am pitching Original Sin by Jason Aaron. 
Good. A recent one. Yep, that's a great. Have you read it? I haven't read I it. I haven't. I will not say anything. Okay. <laughs> I think I've actually read the first issue because it is on Unlimited, but I don't really remember it because it was a while ago. But yeah, I know I know a couple plot points from it, but I won't say anything. No, don't. If you know spoilers, that's part of the great thing about that is not knowing what happens. Yeah, I don't know. All I know is what it says on this cover here: um, "Who shot the Watcher?" And that's. I know it. who shot the Watcher. <laughs> but I won't say it. I do. I don't know who did it. Uh, he, she, or it. I will not reveal. <laughs> okay. Well, then, anyways, that's my pitch because I don't know anything about it. Woo! All right. I actually am going to take Jason's uh, advice. Uh, I've got three categories. Fuck you. Uh. <laughs> uh, uh, nostalgic. Uh, funny. Or uh, topical. Ooh, I think I know where you're going with all three of them. Well, now you're gonna have to. I, okay, but well, you have to pick first, and then I'm gonna see if you can I get it again. Um, now, when know. you when you do say nostalgic, though, do you mean in general, or do you mean for you? For me. Okay, so and it's Spider-Man related, and maybe in general too. But it's Spider-Man related for sure. I'm not going to confirm or deny that. So it's Spider-Man. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I know what the funny one is for sure. You've been talking about it recently a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know. Then the topical one, I, I'm assuming it's topical because there's a movie coming out. Yeah, we already did Civil War. I mean, it could have been Apocalypse or Deadpool or any number of things. Okay, I'm going to go with topical. Uh so. <laughs> Uh, no, nostalgic was. I was going to try to pitch maximum carnage. <coughs> nostalgic podcast nostalgia. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> um, funny, yeah. I was going to go Hawkeye, Deadpool, but yep. we. I think we've all read that and enjoyed it and loved yeah. it. And yeah, great. Okay, no, uh, AVX. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Marvel versus Fox. Yeah, <laughs> who's got the better property? It's got the bread property. I mean, that's. I, I imagine that's partly why they did that series. Probably. Uh, I don't know if you guys have read it, but it's really great. I have not read it. There's, it's got some. Uh, it's got some solid character moments in there. I've read parts of it. the The one downside with that series is it is that is a quite a few issues. There's quite a few issues, so I, you know, you know, I like to. I like to. Uh, you do like your long burns. I like long forms. Oh well, you can read the main storyline. It's not too long. Yeah. There are tie-ins galore. A lot of tie-ins. Actually, I think I do own it. It's a, it's one of the big summer events. It's from like 2010. Yeah, it's well, not yeah, probably about that long ago. Yeah, maybe 2011. Yeah, it's probably right after Marvel now. It, it is. So yeah, it's, then it's got to be at least 11 or 12. Uh, but yeah, so the X, you know, some of the <laughs> X Men get uh, taken over by the Phoenix Force. Yep. Uh, and it's just a uh, bad badassery ensues. Yeah, I read bits and pieces. I didn't read the whole thing, but uh, there's a prominent death. There's good, and I like the Jim Chung art. Jim Chung is always good, and Jason Aaron wrote it, didn't he? I believe he did. The and main I, series, and I, and I and I fully enjoy X Men Against the World. Yeah. So anyway, that's my pitch. Okay, so we got Daredevil Born Again. We got um, uh, Avengers versus X Men. I'm sorry, I'm so sick. AVX. And, <laughs> and then we got original sin. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, okay, in order of votes, in order of pitches, what you got? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with original sin. 
I picked Daredevil. Original Sin. Okay, we'll do Original Sin then. All right, so join us. Uh, you think we'll uh, we'll get it done in two weeks? Yeah, it's short. Okay. It does, uh, although, although, and caveat on Original Sin as well, there are tie-ins galore, and they're worth reading. Okay. Uh, so possibly two weeks, possibly more. <laughs> we'll no, find out. I don't think I, there's that many, though. There's a good chunk of them. Is there? You can, so if you're reading Unlimited, which I think most people will, if you look, if you pull up Original Sin event, if you search by events and pull up Original Sin, it's got everything in order. All the tie-ins in order as well. Oh, cool. So you can burn through the whole entire thing. All the t- all the tie-ins will be uh, in order of release. So you'll jump around a little bit, but you'll get all the you get all the stories. I did that with Age of Apocalypse and I wanted to cry. That is the longest event series I have ever seen in my entire effing life. That one's quite long. That is insane. Like if that did not take three years to finish that fucking event, I do not know how many comics they must have been publishing simultaneously. Because holy fuck. It's impressive. It is... I don't know what it is. Although I'm feeling that way right now with uh, Secret Wars. Really? Oh, because of all those... It's yeah. big. It's It's massive. There's all sorts of crazy shit going on in there. I think the difference is in trades now, they've started to do, you know, okay, here's the trade for the main event, and then here is, uh, like, separate all the tie-ins. Whereas mm-hmm. Age of Apocalypse and, like, uh, Batman, um, No Man's Land and stuff like that, they just do, you know, here's the entire story arc, volume one, two, three, four. Right. And I think that's, I think it is probably better the way they do it now, because then you look at it and you go, oh, I don't give a fuck about ecstatics or whatever, and dump that was it a aside. Good series. Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm just saying. People hate on Ecstatics because it was like pop culture X-Men. I liked it. Was <laughs> there were, during that time, there were so many X-Men books. Holy shit. Yeah, there were. There that, was... That was like, what, two, a little after, like, 2000, 2001? That was earlier than that. Age of Apocalypse was in the mid-90s. Was Ecstatics around then, too? I believe so. I thought that popped up in, like, 2000. Anyway. It might. I don't know. I, I don't know about that one, but, like, they've had, like, you know, Ecstatics, X-Force. Oh, no. It was, like, Excalibur. X-Factor, Excalibur. Yeah. Um, and even, I think Alpha Flight was, like, weirdly involved with X-Men. Yeah. Um, Sasquatch. Yeah. Yeah. Then you had, like, uh, shit. X-Force. Um, X. Uh, shit. Did you say X-Factor? I did say X-Factor. Uh, New Mutants. New Mutants. Um, fuck. So many. Like, well, there was... X-Men, Uncanny X-Men. Oh, yeah. New X-Men. New X-Men. Uh, there's one more. I can't remember right now. Anyway. Yes, there were a bagillion. But that was the height of X-Men. That's true. Not to say that they're not... I mean, there's still a handful of X-Men series, but... Yeah, there's like four or five now, but not near as many as there were in the 90s when Wolverine was everything. Yeah. Well, when it was... When Wolverine like went feral, that was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was the the Joe Mad era of uh, comics illustration and drawing, the Image era. Yep. Which Joe Mad should thank the founders of Image Comics for giving him a career by vacating vacating so many spots at Marvel Comics. Seriously, like, like that dude only has a career because Jim Lee and uh, uh, Will Sportaccio and Todd McFarlane and fucking Rob Liefeld, like all of them left at once, and that's the only reason that Joe Mad ever had a career. And he's good, but. He just would never have gotten a shot with all them staying. Um, agreed. Well, yeah. I think we're probably close to wrapping up. Yep. Uh, do we want to touch? Uh, because 
as of this episode, this evening, we will all be going to see Deadpool. Should we touch on that at all? Uh, let's let's talk about just like a little bit of sort of expectations and anticipation, and then we'll wait to actually like kind of. Um, we'll keep it brief. I mean, we've already been going for a while. Yeah, yeah, we we're yeah we're right about our typical time right now. Um, yeah, I mean, what what are your kind of expectations or things you're looking forward to or or uh, skeptical about with the movie? Yeah, Rachel, what are you thinking? Um, I don't know. Like, I'm excited, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just not quite sure no, if, if, if it'll be the Deadpool that I want to see. Yeah. I know. Yeah, me too. 100%. <laughs> I know. I'm... Yeah. I, I feel good about it, though. I, I so, but... so I've been pushing myself to get excited by reading a bunch of Deadpool. That makes sense. Because I... And I and I, maybe I'm forcing it a little on myself, but I like Deadpool's. I always loved Deadpool. Yeah. So yeah. why am I not super excited about a Deadpool movie? Yeah, exactly. That that's exactly how I feel. And I don't know why. I so I filmed both of the videos for you know why Deadpool will suck and why Deadpool will rock, and I I have all my opinions there. They probably won't get end up getting posted because editing them is being such a bitch right now. But um, what's the nutshell? The nutshell is I'm nervous about it because, you know, you've got a director who's never done anything before, who is working with a studio who is notorious for fucking with directors, you know, like they did on Fantastic Four. Um, You've got a crazy over-the-top marketing. Like, everything you see from it is, like, super in-your-face, over-the-top, like, dick jokes and, and nothing else. Uh, the movie is super short, and all the trailers are basically showing one scene, which looks to be really long because there's a lot of different shots and, and angles and things going on in this one setting. Um, I, and, they, and it just seems like they're trying too hard. Okay. And the other side of it? The other side of it is the costume is probably the best realized version of a Deadpool costume we could have ever hoped for. Yep. Um, yep, I agree with that. Ryan Reynolds is crazy into it, and he's been wanting to make this movie for like 10 years at this point. Yep. Um, they were not afraid to go all out and tell this character the way that the fans wanted it to be told. Um, and they, they, and this studio, which there's, you know, this is one of the parts that can be either a good or a bad, depending on the angle. 20th Century Fox has produced movies in this specific niche genre before. You know, Kingsman is this exact type of movie. Totally. Was Kingsman rated R? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so... Oh, duh, the church scene. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's... Uh, they they produce Kingsman. A lot of the same producers are working on this. Uh, a lot of the same, you know, like, effects people and all that stuff. And so, like, there are promising things there. Yeah. That, um, that actually makes me feel a little better. Yeah. And that's that's my hope, too. The one thing is, like, this director has never directed a feature film before. Hmm. Yeah, but and no, uh, Andy's like I think Ryan Reynolds is probably has a pretty huge part role to play in that for sure. I mean, I feel like it's like might as well be his movie. Yeah. Uh, the nice thing is though, like all of the you know early screening reviews are awesome. Are it. they? Yeah. Oh, I, great. It is very positive, and Fox already greenlit a sequel before they even released the th- released it theatrically. So yeah, yeah, we are so you know. Jenica, I I try to give Jenica a pass. I drag her along to every single, you know, uh, midnight movie. Yeah. That we go to, 
Uh, and I said, hey, if you don't want to come to Deadpool, that's okay. <laughs> I don't know how it's going to go. And then we watched a couple. And then I showed her one of the newer trailers that was pretty good. And I showed her the one of the like promo clips where it's for Australia Day. Did you guys see that? Oh, one? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, okay, I love that strategy in marketing, by the way. Marketing your movie without showing anything about the movie. Totally. Yeah. And I thought yeah. that, and I and I thought that one was of all the ones I've seen, that's the funniest one, where he's got the hat with the dumb shit on it, and he like yeah. freaks out over the hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's pretty amazing. But by the end of it, she said, "I don't want to see anymore because I don't want to be. I want the one-liners to be funny." Exactly. And, and uh, that kind of got me because sh- she was laughing. Yeah. And I was like, "Wait, Jenica's laughing." <laughs> for the listeners, I'm talking about my wife, who's not a huge geek, but she thought like she thought the topographic Utah map joke. Was I think funny. I think where we come from, that one hits even harder. I think so yeah. too. It's like um, our states mentioned in a thing. Yay! Uh, what was the other one she thought was very funny? I don't remember exactly, but anyway, point being, yeah, stuff like that gets me a little bit more excited about it. And yeah. going back and reading the old Deadpool comics and like. It bums me out because you're not going to get that interplay with some of the heroes that, like, I love reading Duggan and Posehn's comic where Deadpool, Captain America, and Wolverine Yes, go. the good, the bad, and the ugly. That, that is one of the best, like, runs I've ever read. Absolutely. And the interplay with those characters, and you'll just never get that Captain America interplay. No. And that, that seriously, that was fucking amazing because they, they nailed all three characters. They nailed Wolverine, they nailed Deadpool, and they nailed Captain it's America. It's so good. It's it's way good. That's one of my favorite. Like and the juxtaposition with all of them being sort of government tested in different ways. Exactly. Yeah. Like they're all they're all yeah. pretty similar. Because like I should have pitched that in Marvel. <laughs> I'd be down with that. Um, but it, I mean, in Marvel continuity, didn't the the Super Soldier program originate in Weapon X? No. Or was it neither of them originated pre Weapon X? That was Weapon X was a was a, an attempt to try to recreate the Super Soldier. Okay, that's what I thought. I just had it backwards. Yeah. Okay, uh, but then it turned into it turned into this mutant testing thing. It was a whole different world, but yeah, cool. Well, uh, yeah, let's uh, get excited for Deadpool. Uh, follow us on social media, Twitter at Savage Line Pod, Facebook and Instagram at Savage Line Podcast, um, YouTube. That might be cool, although the videos aren't there yet. Still, <laughs> they'll be there soon. I'm trying to figure it out. It's it's hard. Um, and other than that, rate, review, subscribe, Keith, David, all that good shit. <laughs> <laughs>